Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today as we continue walking through the strange Paradiso. I can't tell you how happy I am to be here today. I've had a change of schedule and I'm actually working more days than I care to, but I'm going to do that for a few months because I have a plan. But anyways, um, I'm glad to be here today and I have a couple of things to share with you. These things that I'm getting ready to share, you're going to see a similarity between these stories. The first one is from someone who this happened to them in, I mean, years ago, okay, like in 1970. That's how long ago this has been. But anyways, the story goes that they were driving and in the area that they lived in, they lived in Virginia. Now, that's all I know. I don't know what part of Virginia or anything, but it was very rural. There weren't a whole lot of houses or anything around in this particular area. So they were driving down a dirt road. And uh, she goes on to say that there were quite a few of these dirt roads in this area where she lived and grew up. So it was nighttime. They're driving down a dirt road and they see, and they were teenagers, and they see in the headlights up ahead what looked to be a baby doll, okay, on the side of the road. It was on the side of the road, but on the road nevertheless. So being that they were teenagers and they were just out there having a good time and driving down this road and what have you, the driver went to go and run over this baby doll looking thing. But when they got so close to it, the doll disappeared. Okay, no big deal. The headlights it just probably was not in, in the headlights, you know, once they got up so close to it. And okay, so they just continued on just having a good old time and whatever. And as they drove, they came upon what looked like to be the same down in the road. So now they're like, how could this be possible? What's happening it looks like the same Dow. Well, this time they didn't try to run it over, but they slowed down to look at this thing. And yes, she said it was one of those baby dolls that did not have any hair. It's like the hair was kind of like um, colored on the head and stuff like that. And it was just laying there, but it was the same one that they had seen previously up the road. So they were just like, okay, this is so creepy. There's no way anyone could have got this same doubt now that we saw just minutes ago into this spot, like before we got here. Because they knew the area. They knew that there were no other roads Okay, running parallel to the road that they were on. I mean, for miles. So they just continued on their way. They got to an area 
where there was a four-way stop. When they did, she said the street lights shine, were shining down into their car. And that flipping baby down was in the car. It was in the car, in the back seat, like in the center of where that hump is. If you're sitting in the back seat, that hump is not only on the seat, but it's on the floor. I guess it's, it's a transmission or something. And it was right there in the car. So they all jumped out of the car, except for the driver. The driver really, they were all screaming. The driver didn't really know what was happening, but had to proceed, okay, because for the four-way stop. So the driver proceeds and then pulls over and jumps out of the car. So they, the rest of the people all ran up to the car. They're screaming, what are we going to do? How are we going to get this out of our car? And the thing was gone. They all saw this thing in the car. But now it was gone. So, I mean, when, when we think about something like this, now, could it just be their imagination, play, their imagination playing tricks on them? Could they have maybe been drinking? Could they have maybe been smoking? She says, no. She said, we weren't drinking. We weren't smoking. They had gone to, I don't know, A&W or something and had hamburgers and shakes. And then they were on the way back home. So she said to this day, she's still in contact with some of those friends. And every once in a while, they discuss this. What happened? What was this? And they just never could figure how it got from place to place before they did and how it got into their car. Oh, man. Yeah, I just... Okay, so this next one, this happened to someone in, it happened in Mexico. This person is originally from Mexico. And he says that him and his friends, they were just out fooling around and they were driving and just hanging out and having a good time. So, they see this person walking down the road. Now, it's nighttime, and he says they were probably about 18, 19 years old. So they see this person walking down the road. As they got closer to this person, the person turned around and looked at them. He said it looked like this person had a white face. He said white as a sheet. And the eye area... The whole entire eye area of both eyes were like blacked out, like if somebody got charcoal and just blacked out. So you got this white face with these blacked out eyes. He said like the football players put like black stuff around. He said it was like the whole orbit, the whole eye orbit, up to the eyebrow, to the eye socket down below was black. So, okay, they kind of like got the heebie-jeebies, so they just kept on going. Now, 
as they kept going, of course, there are people walking around. He said it was dark, but it wasn't like midnight or anything like that. So they come upon another person walking, and it was the same thing. The person turned around to look at them, and it had, once again, a face white as a sheet with blacked out eyes. This time, the form looked to be a female, but it was the same type of um, whatever you want to call this, like the same type of uh, look that this next entity had. So by now, they are like really freaked out. So they made the decision. They were just going to go ahead and go on home to one of the friend's house and they were going to go hang out there, maybe listen to music or something, okay? So as they're driving, the two guys in the back seat started screaming and kicking. So the passenger of the front seat turns around to look and there is another individual in the car with that face white as a sheet with the eye area blacked out. And he says the black wasn't in a perfect circle. It was all smudged. He said it wasn't like um it was in a it was in a circle but it was all smudged. Like if somebody had rubbed this black chalk or charcoal onto this eye area. So now this entity is in the car. Everybody sees it. The guy driving sees it in his rear view. He pulls over. This area where he pulls over, there was kind of like a cliff, not a real huge cliff, but there was kind of like a cliff or like a mountainside area. They all jumped out of the car. And they, he said, we were screaming like a bunch of small little girls and running away from the car. So they ran away from the car. They left it there. They went to one of the friend's houses. And he said, I don't know if it's because of the area that we lived in or because we were kind of like all the same. We had a lot of the same beliefs. No one would go and retrieve that car. The parents would not go get that car. None of the neighbors, none of the other friends, no uncles, no one would go and get the car. He says, when he left, when he left his hometown to come to the United States, he said that car was still there because no one would go and get it. No one would touch it. He said no one took anything out of the car. It was all still there intact. Of course, it, it was uh, deteriorating, but no one wanted anything to do with it. No one would even go and push it out of the way. They left it there. He said, so that car was safe from anyone trying to break into it or take anything out of it unless people didn't know why it was there. 
So once again, we have this um, very strange, like an intrusion of sorts. How? What are these things? Okay, now here's another one. So this actually happened in the Los Angeles. Well, it happened in Los Angeles County. It happened a while back, late 70s. You got these friends and they're driving around. They're just like joyriding, okay? They've got nowhere to go, nothing to do. So they just decide that they're going to go and drive around. So they're driving around and they're just talking and stuff. And they see a dog. What well, looks like a dog, but he said this thing was really, really big, like a wolf. But it kind of looked like a German Shepherd. But everybody was like, man, that thing's so big, it... Maybe it's a wolf. But he was like, we're thinking, where are wolves going to come from, you know, in the city, Los Angeles? But anyhow, they continued on their little cruise around the areas and this and that. And they see what looks to be the same animal again. And they're thinking, okay, we saw this thing back so many miles ago, how did it get here to this area before we did? It's, he's like, there's no way. Either this thing had to be teleported or somebody had a really, really fast car like or a jet of some kind and brought it to that next location and left it there. He said, there's no way that this was a natural type of occurrence, and they all knew it. They were all like, whoa, yeah, what What in the hell is happening here? So they all started, like, tripping. He said they, they all started tripping. They all started saying that it was, you know, okay, it's a demon, it's a devil, it's this, it's that. Um, they, One of them said it's because you played with the Ouija board, accusing one of the other ones, and so on. And then one of the friends said, okay, look, we're, we can't be fighting. That's going to draw whatever this thing is to us even more because we're fighting and um, it's negative. So they all stopped fighting. He said, we all just seemed to look ahead at the same time. And that dog slash wolf, whatever it was, was in front of their car. So they had to stop. He said it was like smoke because what happened was this animal walked into their car Yes, without coming through an open door, without breaking a window, the thing just kind of like seeped into their car through the dashboard. And they saw the face, they saw the head, and the rest of it started coming and manifesting into the car. So they all started yelling and screaming And then one of them started praying. When he did, the thing vanished. 
he said, one of my buddies started praying, one of the guys in the back seat. And when he did, this thing just vanished in an instant. Okay, so what does that tell you right there? I know what it tells me. Also, there's no mention, okay, of anyone praying or anything like that in the first two stories. So it just makes me wonder if someone would have um, prayed, okay, would those other things have vanished also? The guys in Mexico, would that thing have disappeared out of their car? The baby doll, would the baby doll have just disappeared in front of them? I mean, it did disappear, but that was afterwards. So, I mean, when, when you hear people saying these things, someone prayed, somebody said the name of Jesus, somebody this and that, and the things disappear, the things vanish, or certain things stop immediately, well, we know what realm these things were from, okay, without a doubt. So the first two, we have a pretty good idea that these things were not good, okay, that these things were meant and made their appearance to cause fear and to scare people, okay? But we can't really have any definite proof like we can with that last story. It's... um. Amazing to me when I hear these, and it's not like I believe that these things just recently started happening, like even in the 80s or 90s. I know that these things have been going on ever since probably creation. But when I hear these type of... um stories being retold by the people who experienced them and now they're like 70 years old and stuff like that. It also lets me know that these people were kind of like traumatized by these experiences. Think about leaving a car in the spot where you abandoned it. And there's nothing wrong with this car. But just think about the that you'll never go back and get it. You want nothing to do with it. You don't even want to, whatever's in there, uh, a pair of shoes, clothing, anything, you don't even want that. And neither do your neighbors. Okay? No one in your area wants anything to do with that vehicle. Now, what does that tell you? That takes a lot for people to walk away from something unless you don't know. I would wonder if maybe remnants of that vehicle aren't still there. It would have been a long time ago, but... There may be a rusted out shell or maybe someone who didn't know went ahead and got that car and took it. 
as far as I know, okay, even the keys were left in that thing because there is no part of that vehicle that any one of those people wanted anything to do with at all. Very, very strange. Okay, so that's really all that I've got for today. And it's even um, surprising to me that I had those stories to share because I have really had no me time whatsoever this week. I mean, I haven't had anything except for today. But I had a few notes that I was looking at because um, I don't want to stay away too long. You know, I don't want to stay off the path for too long because I like walking that path. And I know that you you all do also. So um, I have to make time to come on and share some things with you. I'm going to be back next week. I don't know what day it'll be. I um, I may try. No, I can't even do Sunday. Well, it's going to be sometime next week unless I get some extra time. Oh, I might be able to come on on Monday. And um, so I'm going to have some time tonight and tomorrow to be able to do a little bit of research. So I'll have some things to share with you, okay, as we walk and talk. And um, spend our time looking around at how strange this world is that we live in, all right? And I'm going to acknowledge some of the emails that I've gotten recently. And one of them is really doesn't have anything to do, kind of, you know, with um, what we discuss. But I'm going to... say that this, um, yes, I know the whole, well, I don't know exactly what's going on, but I know, now this is from Crystal. Okay, Crystal, do I believe or do I think that Prince Harry is cucked? Yes, yes, definitely. He is a cuck, yes. Um... Some of the things that he says about his grandmother and his mother and his family, his brother beat him up, oh, boo-hoo, you know, and stuff like this. Well, my brothers used to beat each other up either, and it's just part of siblings, you know, that's kind of like what we do. We used to all fight also, you know, my, my brothers and I and my sisters, we would get into it. We would have a battle royale. It doesn't mean anything. I mean, it's just part of growing up and having a lot of brothers and sisters. And with those two, I don't know, guys. Um, I've heard so many things that Prince Harry really isn't the son of Prince Charles, or I mean King Charles. Um, He's really the son of some other guy who Diana had an affair with. Isn't that? Well, okay, he may very well be. Um, I see the same type of pattern of baldness between the two of them. But I'm also told that that comes from the mother's side of the family. So, um, yes, I do notice these things. 
But what do I really think of them? I really don't think too much of them. Um, I, it seems to me, though, that May and Markle, for some reason, had her eyes set on this guy for whatever reason, because it's been said to me that she somehow got herself to Africa at the same time when Harry was there and somehow put herself out there to meet him and so on. I mean, there are many reasons where I could think of. Do I think it's because she was just so in love with him? Okay, I can't point my fingers at people that I do not know. And I really do not know the answer to that. I mean, I can I can say, no, I don't think that she's in love with him. I think that she had ulterior motives. And one of them was money. One of them was the title and so on. But um, yeah, I really don't know how long this is going to last. I believe that at some point... This, there's going to be a um, separation, okay? But this whole thing is just kind of funny to me. And um, But thank you anyways. But yes, he is definitely a cuck. Yes, oh my gosh, yes. I think that one of the reasons that he's doing what he's doing, going on his world uh, pity me tour, is because he is being led to do this, Okay. So, it is strange though, guys, okay? And the whole monarchy, that type of thing, I understand tradition. I understand that this is a traditional type of thing, and that's pretty much what England is, uh, or the UK is known for. I mean, it's a big deal, all of that you know, in the carriage, wearing their colors and all of their medals for whatever they have done that I don't know what they've done, but they got a lot of medals that they wear and and so on and how it is uh, traditional. And without it, okay, without that, if they were to abolish the royals in England and everything else that goes along with it. It wouldn't be England anymore as we know it and as it's been known through the ages. So I know that there are some English people who back in the 80s and the 90s wanted to abolish it and get rid of it. But I also know people from England who don't have a problem with it. So once again, it's all for the individual to decide, you know, make that decision for themselves, how they feel about this. But um, I mean, I'm not for it and I'm not against it, but I do know that it would change England. I mean, um, like, like I said, as we know it and as it's been known. Historically, it would change so many things. And it may also make some of the things that happened in history like all for nothing. Because 
when you look to change something as big as that, it would just kind of make some of this some of the sacrifices that people have made and some of the things that people have done for the monarchy, okay? It would just make it all for big fat nothing, which I have to say many things that have been done historically that people have fought and died and sacrificed for and given their lives for and other things if we're coming to a point in our timeline here that many of those things are becoming all for nothing. It's very um, disheartening. and um, But that's, if you look around and if you know what I'm talking about, there are, there are many, many people who gave their lives for their country. And um, this is not the only one, okay, this country. But this is one that is very dynamic, very different to the point of sometimes I think was the United States at its beginning was in was it an experiment of some kind because if you look at certain things and this has never been done anywhere else at any other time Okay, you got to go back to the beginnings of the United States, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, Declaration of Independence, the battles, how this country with the laws and the lawmakers and legislatures and all these things, how it was put together is almost like an experiment of sorts. And... One of the things that is my pet peeve is when I hear people, even people who you would think would know better, because I hear people who are in the political arena referring to the United States as a democracy. We are not a democracy, guys. We are a constitutional republic. When I think of a democracy, I think of two wolves and a rabbit getting ready to vote on what's for dinner. Okay? That would be a democracy. And I know that there are some people who don't know this, all right, who don't know that we are not a democracy because you hear about it all the time. Oh, it's a threat to our democracy. Oh, they're trying to take down our democracy. And I'm like screaming, we're not a democracy. So there's no threat to our democracy. That's like me saying, oh, if they stop making hair lightener, I'm not going to be able to have my blonde hair. 
I don't have blonde hair. So it would not affect me personally. So this whole democracy thing, no. We are not a democracy. Once again, we are a constitutional republic. Just had to get that out of the way. Every once in a while, I have to like let it out and do my little rant, my little spill. Okay, but I'm I'm finished now, and I'm not angry. I just, sometimes things just um, make me shake my head like, wait a minute, what? And you're a what? Uh, Some sort of politician? You're a congressman? You're a senator? You're a what? And you don't know that we're not a democracy? Well, my gosh, shame on you. Oh, yeah. Well, no gold star for you today. Anyhow, um, I want to thank all of you because even though these last two things that I have brought forward are not paranormal, they're not mysterious, they're not any type of uh, creepy, even though, I don't know, that Prince Harry thing, that might be a little creepy. But anyhow, they're still strange because it's like, why are you trying to fool people? Why are you saying that we are this when we are not this, we are that? So it is still strange why people use words to describe things and it's not even true, okay? So I have to put that in the lane of a little bit strange. So it's all still part of this strange paradiso. Once again, remember we spoke about this before. It doesn't have to be creepy or spooky or paranormal or mysterious. There are still some strange things out there that aren't any of those. But they're strange nevertheless. And um, I have not heard anything else about that guy who was in the Los Angeles area attacking people's vehicles with a metal pipe. I have not heard anything else. No updates. No nothing. But um, I did hear someone refer to this because remember when I was telling you guys about how this guy, I just had the feeling that he is oppressed and possibly even possessed. And I knew it right away when I saw certain things. And I was um, having a discussion with someone who said... Oh, yeah, he's manifesting. Exactly. That's exactly what he was doing. Anyways, if I get an update or hear anything else about that, I will definitely update you all, or maybe you even know something that I don't, because I'm going to tell you, and I've been looking around for it, and you know I don't like to watch TV, you know I don't like the news, but I've still been putting it on the local news from time to time, seeing if there's anything new on this, and I I have not seen anything. So that also tells me that he hasn't been found yet. So if there are any CHP people, CHP officers listening to this, 
Why can't you guys find him? If you have found him, okay, my bad. I don't mean it. But if you haven't, what the heck? What is protecting him? What is cloaking him? Is something making him invisible? It's very strange. I want to thank you guys for joining me. I really appreciate all of you so much. And um, once again, I would not want to be walking down this path all alone. It's much better to walk with a group and of like-minded people and people who like to hear and get into some of the strange things in our world and in life in general. Thanks, guys. I'll be back as soon as I can. Everybody, have a wonderful rest of your Thursday. I'll be talking soon. Everybody take care. Ciao.